Join us for Captain's Campaign for Cures. If you plan to attend Vive or Hims this year, get a photo with Captain, our lovable service dog, and we will donate to Alex's Lemonade Stand Foundation to find cures for childhood cancer. For every person in the photo, we will donate $1 to Alex's Lemonade Stand. All you have to do is find Captain, grab your friends, take a picture, share it on social media, and put the hashtag Captain Lemonade or This Week Health, and we will make that donation for every person who's in that picture. Our thanks to SureTest and CTG for helping us to end childhood cancer. Today in Health IT, we're going to talk about the fact that all CIOs do not have the same job. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week Health, set of channels dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. We want to thank our show sponsors who are investing in developing the next generation of health leaders, SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Having a child with cancer is one of the most painful and difficult situations a family can face. In 2023, to celebrate five years at This Week Health, we are working to give back. We are partnering with Alex's Lemonade Stand all year long, and we have a goal to raise $50,000 for childhood cancer from our community. We are already up over $40,000 for the year, and we ask you to join us. Hit our website, top right-hand column. You're going to see a logo for the Lemonade Stand. Go ahead and click on that to give today. We believe in the generosity of our community, and we thank you in advance. All right. As you know, I put polls out there every week. This week's poll was on leadership, and it was interesting because there was an article that had a list of qualities that the healthcare CIO needed to have. And I also did that article where we talked about the adjectives around the healthcare CIOs. And some of the qualities that it said the healthcare CIO needed to have were industry knowledge, technology, expertise, leadership, strategic thinking. And by the way, that leadership category is kind of a catch-all. Strategic thinking, communication skills, problem-solving skills, business acumen, change management skills, customer-centric focus, ethical standards. And because of the way that LinkedIn is is designed and the poll is designed, I would love to do a stack ranking poll of the different qualities that people would like to see in a healthcare CIO. But for this case, you can only pick one, right? So I put which quality is most important in a healthcare CIO. 60% said leadership. And again, I think because it's a catch-all, leadership denotes uh, visionary leadership, denotes communication skills, uh, denotes a lot of different things. The next highest one was change management skills, which I thought was interesting, about 20%. And I think that's just the nature of the industry that we're in right now. There's an awful lot of change going on and the ability to navigate that change, either through new technology being added and the change that has the organizational change management that's required and the skills associated with that, being so important or just the change in the industry in general and the ability to navigate that. The next one was healthcare industry knowledge. And then the final one was technology expertise. And as I was reading that and I was reading some of the comments and there's some great comments in here, by the way, David Karin, Karens has this say visionary leadership. A CIO needs to have a clear vision of how technology can be used to improve healthcare organization They need to be able to articulate the vision to the rest of the executive team and to organize as a whole. The healthcare CIO is responsible for building and maintaining a tool shop 
filled with resources for today's operations with the flexibility to meet the ever-changing needs of tomorrow. And then he has two, strategic thinking. A CIO needs to be able to think strategically about how technology can be used to achieve the organization's goals. They need to be able to identify the right technologies to develop a plan for implementing them and to measure the results of their efforts. Business acumen, a CIO needs to understand the business side of healthcare technology expertise. A CIO needs to have deep understanding of technology and communication skills. So he, he does come back over some of the other things that we've said. Then there's, uh, let's see, Shauna Koch Michelle, M-I-S-H-A-E-L, Global Head of Healthcare for, I think, a data company that serves pharmaceutical and healthcare said, in addition to the traits mentioned above, it takes heart and passion to keep raising the bar despite grand historic efforts not being met with success. It requires an unwavering dedication to a cause even when faced with unsolvable problems. Perpetual motion, a concept within within physics, refers to a hypothetical device or system that operates indefinitely without an external energy source. However, based on the laws of thermodynamics, particularly the principle of conservation of energy, perpetual motion machines are considered impossible to achieve despite this insurmountable obstacle, upskilling and reinvention of approaches in pursuit requires a deep understanding, a willingness to challenge existing paradigms and a relentless drive. And then she puts uh, some other characteristics like scientists and other things, the ability to experiment. Today, Friday, I'm at one of our 229 events. And I'm hosting a series of CIOs. And these CIOs are from very different health systems. We have some very small health systems represented. We have some larger health systems represented. And over the next two weeks, I have two of these 229 CIO roundtables. And next week, I'm, I will have some very large health systems represented in, in the room. And when I ask these questions, these polls... I'm reminded, and and I come back to this often, but I'm going to really drive it home today around the CIO role. The CIO role is very different depending on the organization and the community that you serve. If you are in a small, single, two hospital system and those kind of things, it is much more important that you have technology expertise. This whole concept of you just need to be a leader and anybody can run it, you could take you know, a great leader and put them over the technical side and they don't need any technology knowledge is, is true in some aspects. But the smaller the organization, the fewer resources you have to rely on, the, the more you need to bring to bear your technical expertise. If I were in a small health system or a board member for a small system or a CEO for a small system and I were looking for a CIO, I would look for, with somebody who had technical chops. They would have to understand routing, advanced routing techniques and and data and data techniques. And they would have to understand technology at a pretty deep level because I am going to look to them to be the technology expert for the organization. That's not to say for a 16 hospital system, I don't want that same thing, but I can get it from a lot of different sources. I can take a physician with, with very little technical expertise and put them in charge of a 600-person organization because I'm going to be able to hire a security officer who is a security expert and a infrastructure person who is a network system storage expert. And I'm going to be able to hire an applications person who really understands cloud computing and the various paradigms 
around that kind of architecture. And because of that, the person has the ability to lean on those resources and pull them up. The other thing is in a 700 person IT organization, you're also gonna have a fairly sizable consulting budget. So you're gonna be able to bring in experts and the larger organization's gonna be able to bring in experts around the technology. So again, the, the leadership aspect, the communication aspect, the ability to rally people while, co while consistent across all leadership positions is, is maybe not as important in the smaller organization as it is in the larger organization. The technology expertise is much more important in the smaller organization than it is in the larger organization. I, I say this to say, I think when we sit in conferences, and we hear other people speak, we think, oh, I need to be more like that. And the reality is you need to be what your health system requires. You need to be what your community requires of you to move healthcare forward in those spaces. And again, if you're with a smaller organization, it is important to be a leader. It's important to have good communication skills. It's important to build a narrative. All those things are important, but you're not talking in terms of you know, changing healthcare, you're talking in change of, in terms of how to change the way healthcare is delivered and received within your community. And so your scope is a little smaller, which gives you the ability to move a little quicker, I think. But it also requires you to be more adept at the, at the tools of the trade, at the hammers, the nails, and the screwdrivers associated with it. You have to understand how all that stuff comes together because you're not going to have the huge consulting budget and the ability to rely on on uh, enough technical expertise within your organization. You, you are going to be the one that people are looking to. Now, how do you stay current on the technology while improving your leadership skills in those small organizations? And that's the million-dollar question. I think the... The ability to improve your leadership skills, there's a lot of leadership material out there. And I consume some of it every day. And, you know, when I was a CIO for St. Joe's, and again, I was working, I was getting there at five o'clock in the morning. I was leaving very late. I had a lot of things going on, but every day I would consume multiple articles. I had different feeds that I went to on a consistent basis to to consume some kind of article. And in the role I'm in today, I consume a lot of articles and a lot of content. And there's a lot of things you can pick up. And you don't have to, it, the whole article doesn't have to be something that you pick up. Sometimes it's just a single thing that you pick up in the article and you go, that's interesting. Let me, let me put that into a file. Let me put that into my leadership growth file or whatever. I'm gonna, I'm gonna use that quote at some other time. I'm gonna use that concept at another time. The other thing I found is with that content, bring your people along. A lot of times the mistake we made is make is we think that leaders are grown individually. They're grown in isolation. And I don't think they are grown individually and in isolation. I think you can grow as your team and you bring everybody together and you you review content together. This is why I think it's so valuable. The the this is why I'm doing what I do, and this is why I think it's so valuable. I think it's I think it would be a great exercise to have your leadership team listen to this podcast every day and just have a five minute conversation about it. And you could say, I think Bill was smoking something today. Or you could say, that's a really interesting concept. And what does that mean for us? And how are we approaching that? And it can create some conversations. In addition, I think you can look at your larger community 
outside of your health system and identify three, four, five additional peers that you're having an ongoing relationship with. I had that within healthcare. It was uh, fantastic in Southern California. I had the opportunity to have some really good relationships. Ken Lawan down at Sharp Healthcare, Darren Dworkin up at, at Cedar sinai And there were several others, if I expand it beyond that, that I had conversations with while I was CIO. And I had ongoing discussions with that were really helpful. And it was interesting because the first time I met Darren Dworkin was on a panel discussion and we disagreed on everything. And that was such a great opportunity because I didn't have a lot of people disagreeing with me and he didn't have a lot of people disagreeing with him. And so we were able to, to sit down from time to time, have a cup of coffee and just talk about things. And we would just go back and forth. And we had a different way of looking at things because I had come from outside of healthcare and he had spent a significant time within healthcare. He was tr educating me and helping me to understand why some of the things I was saying were a little out there. And I was able to say to him, I think you're not looking large enough because of being too far inside of healthcare. And I think we, we pushed and pulled each other a little bit in, in either direction and it was helpful. So look for that group of people. Three to five people is enough that you're talking to at least one or two of them a month and just talking about things, talk about the industry, talk about change, talk about some of the challenges that you have and just see where it takes you. So I, I just wanna make the point, we have very different jobs. Be the CIO that your system and your community requires and don't get caught up in the fact that you are not, you know, fill in the blank, whoever you're, you have put up on the pedestal as the great CIO leader, be who you uh, need to be for that organization. All right, that's all for today. If you know someone that might benefit from our channel, please forward them a note. They can subscribe on our website, thisweekhealth.com, or wherever they listen to podcasts, Apple, Google, Overcast, Spotify, Stitcher, you get the picture, we are everywhere. We want to thank our channel sponsors who are investing in our mission to develop the next generation of health leaders, SureTest, Artisite, Parlance, and ServiceNow. Check them out at thisweekhealth.com slash today. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.